Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? We are here. Danger Zone Podcast number 21. Yes, number 21, 21. man. I'm glad to be with y'all, man. You know what I mean? Got another legend coming through in a little bit. Yes, sir. <laughs> J. Rue, the Dom, what was it? Damaha? The Damaja. Nah, J. Rue, the Damager, my man, 1,000 grand. Gangstar Foundation, original member. You know what I mean? He got, he got some good shit to talk about. I mean, so we Hell yeah. know. But, um, we got fresh how y'all Chef doing? T. Oh, yeah, I'm hey. doing good. We, I just good? Uh, shot a video for Saigon yesterday. We can drink now. I actually produced a song, too. So. Well, good. Did, I'm pretty did cool. Y'all, y'all order food? Nah. Saigon. Saigon. Y'all, when they come, usually when I come, you know, they we do the podcast and then they order food on my way out. Sometimes I'm hungry as shit. But, um, yeah, but you're always like, I gotta go, I gotta well, go. I, say I that, gotta go. You know, then they say fly shit. When I say I'm gonna go, they say, you wanna go to 99, baby? <laughs> you want burgers, baby? This is not I'm true. hungry as shit walking downstairs. He said, how, about, how you feel about pizza? <laughs> No, we just make bacon and, Yo, nah, and things fuck. like that. And Yo, just put it right in front of his face. And nah, like, what it oh, really is, ooh, I know y'all. Good. I know y'all leaving. So I'll I, I be leaving, so I'm only for it. But go ahead, let's show four. Who we got first? Episode two one. What it is, baby? All right, let's start off with Issa Rae. Oh, Issa Rae. So Issa Rae is back. Did you watch uh, Insecure? Her show was a really big success. She walked away from it while it was a success, and yeah. uh, they just gave her a new deal. And the show, I think, what's it called? Rap something. Oh, rap shit. But instead of an I and the shit, it's an exclamation point. But, rap shit. You said she walked away right at the height of it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she walked away. She, maybe maybe she just was done writing what she wanted. Maybe her, she was who, done telling that story, you know? Well, you know, you know who else is classy for the same type of thing, right? Dave Chappelle. Of course, you yeah. know that. You know that being a, um, a specialist, a comic specialist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it gets put her in high demand. You know, yeah. I, I respect and appreciate people always trying to, you know, uh, push the envelope, try to bring us something great in the, in this field of entertainment, which is full with a bunch of trash these days. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was good. Yeah. And I, I don't mean, really like those kind of shows. You liked either. Queens, and who would have thought? Yeah. So, well, like, you know, what? I was catered to women Queens? too, so. I like, like Queens for a couple of different reasons. Yeah, we know why. The reason. girls are, the reason. women, excuse me, the women <laughs> but, uh, were very smart. like Queens. That's and beautiful. Uh, no, it was a show uh, on ABC. It got canceled. It was a show about. No, I know about Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what you got? Let's go with lady? DJ K. Slate. Tribute oh, by yeah. Hot 97. Summer Jam. That? No, I didn't watch so, I so heard, I heard that. I did. Well, I watched it when I woke up. Boy. There was a uh, man who who Busta Rhymes, Remy Ma, and Papoose, The Locks, Dipset. Well, I see uh, this. Fat Joe. Um, I'm missing someone. So, There's ugh. mad shit. people. Shit. I see. Like, I'm like I'm trying to like. But it was cool because you know it was you know a lot of those people in there were there to see like the Roddy Riches and the Young Thug mm. age rappers. They might not even know who K Slay was. Mm. And these people have the whole arena screaming his name. It was pretty, pretty cool. That know. means they understood. And today, if you don't know something, you know people are quick to Google it up anyway. Yeah. Try to be. Everybody tries to be enlightened, Added even if they might library. not. But they will. They will. You know, that's what that Google should do. But shout out to K. Slay. Also, um, um, he he, we did a song. Don't take it personal. Singapore came featuring myself, and I uh, came up with someone's page today. But it was just, it was dope memory because there was no promo or anything for that song. And mm. Kate Slade put on one of the mixtapes and then motherfuckers was knowing that shit everywhere. What else you got there, T? All right, let's talk about Migos. 
or amigos. Right, no more. No amigos. No, no. Enemigos. I like Migos. I'm not gonna. The two of them should fun. start a group called Enemigos. Enemies. Oh, so <laughs> So they're kind of breaking up right now. So you say you love the Migos? I don't love the Migos, but no, I, I do like. I like. I like, like the Migos. Nah, like, I, I got, they got a hand, They got a handful of songs that I, that I like. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to get with you. Would you? Would you, would you dress like the Migos? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh, with my stomach hanging out. I'm out. You might look hot. They got style and they can carry it. They got style and they can carry it. Your neck is this big. Your neck is this big with diamonds that don't even matter. Yeah, yeah, but it just rests on it. But it kind of angles up a little bit. Yo, they're going to be like, yo, look at DL. He nice. But go ahead. So what's happening with them? So yeah, they're breaking up. And that's what it seems like. I don't know if they're trying to just, you know, front to to push product or whatever. Right. But What do you think about them? Do you think, do you think, all right, this is going to be, the danger zone. Do you think Migos are one of the most influential rap groups of all time. I mean, they have to be. I think so, too. Because so many people copied this style. Yep. Skirt! And, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Dudes, dudes the ad-libs and everything, they they copied the Migos, man. And, and any contribution to this music <clears throat> to be remembered by and what have you, man, or make your mark, man, it's, it's, it's like Steph Curry, excuse me, it's what Steph Curry did with the um, jump shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he changed the game a little bit, and there's a lot that follows. So, Migos, you know, I give him that. Whether it helped or hurt the game, I, I really don't know that. I can't really speak on it, but they got their style. They did their thing, and they still continue. And if they break up, it's time, time. It is what it is. Yeah. If they get back together, so be it. So, shout out to the Migos, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong, man. You know what I mean? Got next, Chef T. It might be like when Beyonce and them broke up, but it'll still be good. Oh, that's yeah, true. All right, Martin. Oh my God. Man, I loved this Martin. show when I was a kid, let me tell you. Brother Did you watch Man it? Show? Martin? Oh, of course. Come on, man. Martin, man. <laughs> Martin. I can tell you, man, parts. The way he used to always snap on um, Pam. Yeah. You know, and... and, and, and I like Cole. And, time, and Cole, Cole was stupid as hell. <laughs> Cole, like Cole was original. Yeah, he could put his bitch up there, but that, yeah, he's stupid as hell. He played Cockroach, right? I mean, he, was, he used to say some stuff, man. I was just, yo, he had me rolling. And then, uh, uh, uh... uh Manja, he was just, it's his time, man. You know, he, all that shit was him, what? man. And when uh, um, Hearn, Tommy Hearns, when he had him on one time, and then how Martin had that big swole up. Biggie ad. was on it. Biggie too, man. He had, he had a it lot of that, people it was on that, that show. iconic show, yo. So that that show was, I think, destined, destined for at least 10 seasons. But what did it do? Four seasons because of all the internal beef on that show? Well, they basically, I remember a behind the scenes type of thing, <clears throat> they basically were saying, you know, his head got kind of big, Martin. Yeah. You know, it just made it intolerable, intolerable for them to work. What's what's her name? I, I know it. I just can't think of it right now. Keisha. Yeah, yeah. Keisha. Well, I know something. I, I, no, hold on. No. She accused Martin of sexual harassment back then. I mean, like a season one, and they they worked together for like three other seasons with I, turmoil. I think it, she accused him more of, of just uh, abuse, like mentally, and mm. you know, because I mean, he used to Probably be calling names every day, and you know, I, I understood it was something like that, but. I'm glad to see them doing a reunion. Uh, rest in peace to Tommy, because you know he was a part of that movement. Yeah. Movement, and, and, and he ain't here no more. So rest in honor, Tommy. And um, you know it'll be fun to see, man. I Keisha, think it's gonna Keisha be good. Campbell's in Keisha there. Campbell, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Martin's one of the greatest talents, you know, that that we've had. He he was an A-list comedian on stage. Right. He was an A-list on television. He was an A-list on. 
and on the big screen, and he probably has a fucking podcast. That's probably gets millions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, I just think he he was one of those people who were able to do all all three successfully. You know how we were talking about sometimes, like, oh man, why is this guy making a fucking rap album? Just just be happy that you're a great actor or whatever. Like, it seems like he just kind of nailed everything he did. Mm. Oh, he was always one of, one of my uh, favorite comedians. Talking Martin Lawrence talking shit. I don't know if it holds up, but when I was a kid, that was a fucking that was a good one, man. We got next, Chef Tizzle. All right, <laughs> next up we have Puff Daddy. Oh, Puff Daddy's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Puff Daddy, P Diddy, changed the game. You understand what I'm saying? He's another one, man. Puff Daddy, man. Shout out. When I first started coming to New York, just real quick, um, yeah, he, uh, like I told you guys before, everybody hung at the same spots, and I remember he'd be in there dancing. You know, he all in the club. All in dancing. the club. Yeah, all but, but it was the shit though, because it was part of the movement. It's like, yo, they go, you know, run, and them, they go, uh, Puff Daddy, they go, at you. so we'd see everybody. But he would be dancing. He was. Puff Daddy will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2022 BET Awards. Oh, hosted by Taraja P. Henson. I, I like her a lot. Yeah. She actually filmed the video, a movie in Lowell. Taraja. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Proud Mary. You ever see that one? Yeah, yeah, of course. That one's filmed here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Next time you watch it, you'll see. Like, oh, shit. I see they go DF. You know, he's found some great artists. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Are you one of them? Yes, Mary J. Blige, Puff Daddy, the guy who walked across the bridge to get him cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Juniors. Who we got? Who's next on this? All right, next we have Boldy James and Jay Dilla. Yes, it's been announced that Boldy James readies a new project produced by Jay Dilla. You don't even know what's about to happen. I got a whole entirely produced Jay Dilla project. So he let it be known. Um, he had a lot of people owe their success to him, and he just wants to, you know, represent that in this music. Damn, how many beats did they find from this guy? Yeah, he had a whole bunch, huh? <coughs> what up, T? All right, what's next? Okay. I think I know who's next. Tupac and Mike Tyson. What up, oh, no, I was I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> what up, boy, R.D.? You know That's what I'm saying? Uh, Mike Tyson recalls the Tupac visit during his 90s prison stay. When he was in jail, um, Tupac came to see him. Now that Anthony Shakur has passed, former world heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson is one of the closest examples hip-hop fans have of a living, breathing anthology on the life and times of the late rap icon, Tupac. During the new Drink Champs recently, shout out to Nori and, and DJ Effin. EFN. Um, EFN, I'm sorry. And released on uh, Saturday, June 11, I and Mike discussed his 1992 prison stand recalling a mind-blowing interaction with the legendary West Coast artist in which he caused an uproar as a result of his visit. Of course, people probably went crazy and shit, you know, Tupac's up there visiting and is at the height of his shit. Yeah. Once he came to the visit room and there was all these hillbilly hicks, mean motherfuckers, Aryan guys, as soon as they he came up, everybody started clapping. Tyson said they respected him. As soon as he came in the room, they started applauding. All right, so there was this story. I mean, I can't remember what the hell it was. You were telling me about it, Chef Tanya. It was about some, someone yeah, was suing really Geico or something. Yeah, this interesting. Once we go here, I don't know where we're gonna where we're gonna come back. So, this person, this female, they call her Mo for the court records, oh, okay. has filed a lawsuit against Geico because she claims to have gotten HPV from one of her one of Geico's insured um, from the stick shift. 
<laughs> I don't know what a six ship hey, It could have been the back seat, you know? I don't know. Um, and apparently she she they went to mediation while Geico is basically saying we are not paying. Well, she took it to naked? mediation with whoa, the gentleman whoa, whoa. that she got HPV from and they awarded her $5.2 million. She got awarded that? Wait. She, the arbitration. Wait, so she got it. She Okay, she, she got, got it from a person that had nothing to do with. She no, was no, no. in the car. Yeah. Right. Doing. Sex. The deed. Yeah. Well, we don't know. There could have been various ways, but she okay. got HPV with a gentleman who had a Geico policy. So she is suing Geico. Oh. Oh, so she, she while, wasn't. She didn't have the car. It wasn't her car. No. She was just hooking. Or so whatever. No, it could maybe they want a date. Maybe yeah. they found each other on hinge. I don't know. But they went out, or they maybe they didn't go out, we don't know. Mm-hmm. They had their right for a party. She finds out she has HPV and she mm-hmm. decides I'm gonna put a lawsuit together against Geico. Because this well, auto is insured. I'm gonna tell you one thing. If that happens, because there was a lot of that's like a prison um when they sue in prison all the time. Dudes is winning money all the time. Yeah. So if that happens, it's because somebody found an incredible loophole. And I guess she would have never been stupid as hell because the ones that have been stupid as hell is the ones that would have paid her that money. Yo, yo, this is Big Show here with Mr. DL and Chef Tanya Nicole, you know what I'm saying, on the third mic. Woo Family Moving Company. Just call Woo Family Moving at 978-398-2784. Online at R-O-U-X-FamilyMoving.com. Um, today we have um, a legendary um, icon, MC, entrepreneur, hip-hop, great world mind. My man, my brother, Jay with the Damager. Oh, the Capitan of the Perverted Monks, you know what I'm saying? So, All right, here we go. What's up, what's up man? What's glad good? to have you here, man. What's happening, bro? We're glad to be here. You know me, same old, just doing the do. Up here in, in my room in Helsinki right now, um, working on some videos for YouTube and all that, and just like really relaxing, because I ain't got no show until Friday. So I'm just laying low, you know what I mean? I just want you to kind of get them up to speed about Jake the Damager, you know, the origins and and you know how how it came to be uh, of us. Well, I mean, you know, damage, you know, a lot of people who for whoever don't know, you know, people from different planets. Right. I started out with with Gangstar. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh-huh. I've been rhyming for a long time, but my professional introduction into the game was with Gangstar. I'm an original member of the Gangstar Foundation, along with Big right. Sug, Little Dat, Malachi the Nutcracker. My first Good single question. was Come Clean. That mm-hmm. we actually put out, put out ourselves, or with the ill kid sample of a guru, right. which had right. um my joint, your joint, and um mm-hmm. what was it, stripped and pistol with, right, right, right. it was stripped and pistol so-called. with, and so called friends, right, right. And you know what's That's funny? What... I got that, I got that cassette, right, the master cassette. I, I still got that. So yeah, that's it. I started out with Gangstar on my first album, Sunrise in the East. Uh, right. And it's funny too, because I, I just saw that uh Rolling Stones greatest albums of all times. <laughs> and uh I mean, you know, it's questionable because <laughs> it it is what it is, but hey, mm. I'm on the list, you know what I'm saying? So I guess I yeah. can say I'm one of the greatest of all times according to the people at Rolling Stone. How was it like for you when you first, you know, got that opportunity and it's like, okay, 
I got a deal now, you know what I'm saying? What, like, what was your feeling and what was your, your thought process, you know? I mean, you know, first things first, you lose your mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you you so happy to be on, and you so you so you know. Especially you know, as I look back now, I think we could have even got way further. But I think we were right. all too young, and our egos right. were way too big. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You, of course. You so used to being, you so used to playing second fiddle or third fiddle or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that you have that potential. You know that you're so good. So when you get it, you just go off the rails. You know what I mean? But I mm-hmm. think that. I, but I, I tell you this, you know, one thing I, I do say and I give myself credit for is that I did have enough responsibility to to still try to, you know what I'm saying, at least have some type of message. You know what I mean? Like at least to be able to say something that's going to go down in history is, all right, this brother had a chance and he said something. But yeah, it, it was fun. You know what it was. You, I you mean, running around, having fun, right. you know, little, little it's shorties crazy. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, oh, no question. They said I'm cute. But uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Crazy. I mean, me and Jay Rue got like way too many shits. So that's why I'm going to be laughing and stuff. But it's just way too. I had Freddie Fox on a few weeks ago and, and he he got some. But I'm saying like, us was like just a whole Oh, we bunch originated Masters. So, so that, that, the tour in the world. You know, that that really changed me. That's how I ended up living in Germany for like six years. And that's why I'm still always out on the road because mm-hmm. you know you know what it is being being a kid mm-hmm. from, the, from the ghetto, from the hood, for real, for real, and not somebody mm-hmm. who's, you know, it's a lot of dudes out there, they pretending, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they, they right. from the street. They ain't never did a crime in their life, you know, mm-hmm. nothing, but you mm-hmm. know, we was in the street, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for real, for real, like, you no know. Question. We just had task force out for a brother, and, and like right. people don't really know that I, people don't because I never really talked about what I did before I was rhyming, but really? I may drop little hints hand there and records. But you know, I was I was trying to get some money, digging some pockets, and going up to the dudes and doing whatever I, you know right. I was on the street, and, right. I, and I and I brought that mentality with me to a degree. That's why I, I will always say whatever I felt like I wanted to say because I wasn't afraid. You know what I'm mm. saying? But mm-hmm. ch- going around the world, it definitely changed you. I think that all all youth should go around the world. So people, everybody should travel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because once you get outside of your environment, like it's so funny because I'm out here, I'm out here in Helsinki, Finland, and right. this is the first place I ever been outside of America. Guru R P Premier. The first place we went on the first tour that we went on, the first show was in Helsinki, Finland. That was December mm. 1992. That was 30 years mm. ago almost. You know, and it's funny. Yeah, a guy, a guy said he wrote me on the gram, and he was like, "Yo, I remember 30 years ago you was here with Gangstar. I asked you were you the manager, and you said no, I'm the damager. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody know me. You know what I mean? I was. They said, "Oh, I'm with you the know, group." Gangstar was shining. You know what I mean? No question. I used to. I so, told you when I used to be. Got in the country, but I, I used to tell people when I used to be scalping cats up in, in, in our, all the shows sold out, and they'd be like, Big Shoe, Big Shoe. I was oh, like, come Yo, on. You don't scalping. see my name up there. I said, You'll see my name up there on that shit. That's gangsta. We just rocked. Come on, man. We was hustling. You know, so. that was. You know what I mean? Listen, you know, <laughs> you know that before we really got on, as far as you know, we had, I'm the man, and we was rolling around and rolling around the world and all that, but. 
yeah. you know, we were still in the in the underbelly, like, you know what no I'm question, saying? We were, no we was carrying the crates and you know, nowadays the, the dudes ain't the same. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Back then we was we were carrying the turntables and I got the picture, we got mad stacks of turntables. So we used to have our little thigh hustles. You know what I'm saying? No we used to be out no scalping tickets and no we was even shoplifting. You know what I'm saying? I remember oh, me no and your man G. All you right. know me. You know me. All I used right. to get busy. Like I was I was I was from the hood. Like I so we going hey. to all of these places and we like, yo, we going to hey. camera stores in Switzerland and taking cameras out hey. the store, yo. We was, <laughs> hey, we was boosting cap. Yo, yo come they, on, they all day, cap. every day. Hold up. Booster Kev was this rapper that when I first got to New York, he had he he was a booster, you know, yeah, told me right. stole clothes and shit. Yeah. And and but he made a records about shit. I'm shit a booster. Like, like a low life. Yeah, yeah, shit was crazy. What was you trying to say though? No, I, I was right. trying to say it was kind of a question for you. You've mentioned oh, this a few times that right. you you're you're like, I'm not performing, my name's on, not on the marquee. Right. You didn't want to perform? And no, that's not what it was. What we're saying is we're hustling. So when people would say, oh, you J-Ru, you Big Sugar, they'd be like, yo, wait a minute, y'all can't see Gangstar. Yeah. Right. I said, we still eating, like we out here, but sure you're gonna see me rock. Okay. But you can't get, listen. Yeah, right, You and plus you can't, that's what plus, you can't get in. And plus it's like, yo, you can't get in. Yeah, okay. So they poor motherfuckers got money. And that's what they want to do more than anything. I don't care, two, two three, four, five times past it. Mm. But let me tell you something about you, man. And uh, on my new album, yeah. I kind of I kind of touched on the Gangstar Foundation and all how it came through. When um, I first heard your demo, you know, I'm coming from the belly. You know, I'm coming right from. I heard your demo. I, you, you, yeah, I, I'm listening to your shit. I'm like, yo, that's just kind of. I think it might have been um, niggas or suckers is Jay or somebody's Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first heard that shit, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Because realistically, just from being a dude observing rap, I'm like, yo, okay, dude's delivery's dope. And this shit's kind of dope, voice, vocally and whatever. How come he ain't on? Like, So that's when I started learning. Is, is this what you set out for? Is it you were trying to be creative or just different? Or what, 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 what? For sure, I mean, you know, we come from that era where you wanted to be, it's, it's two things you wanted to be. You wanted to be different and you wanted to be the best. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we was trying to do. We was trying to be the best mm -hmm. and we was trying to be different because if you was like somebody else, you was a biter. And biters right, are sucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and, and that's it. And, and you know, and nobody wants to be a sucker. See, nowadays, people don't care if they suckers. They good with <laughs> Now the most famous, you know yeah. biggest rapper in the world is a known rat. Hey. They like, I'm just, listen, nowadays it's just like, and that's the difference too, see? Because I can't speak for everybody else. I can speak for me, but I know everything ain't about money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to get money, but I'm not going to do anything to get money. You no understand question. what I'm saying? No and some people, they don't have, because that's something called integrity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think I think that nowadays, I'm, I may be old now, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I feel mm -hmm. like nowadays, it's not enough integrity. It's it's no kind of code. Like at least we at least we had a code, even if it oh, yeah. wasn't no real code there. Cause it cause if we come on, if we keep it thug, it ain't no honor amongst thieves. You yeah, know what I'm course. saying? The toughest niggas and the most illest ones be snitching and all of that. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? A few a few people hold it up. So, but at least we had a perceived code. You mm. know what I'm saying? At of least we, we had some type of something where 
at least you know that if you're going to see a stand-up person, because they're going to live by that code. You know what right. I'm saying? And I think nowadays, right. it ain't no type of code. You know what right. I'm saying? Everything right. is good. Everything is what it is. It's just entertainment. This is the shit that they telling us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. stand. Look, when I look back at, at Rad for the Math, when I listen to that, I, that might be the most prophetic album in history. They motherfuckers mm-hmm. be talking about the... Everything that's happening now, I talked about dudes being emasculated. Mm. Look where hip hop is right now. Mm. Look, look how every record sounds like the same record. You know what it's I'm cool. saying? Dudes, cool. is, all right, how I, dudes are getting. Go ahead. What you saying? Do you think? All right. So, I, I get in this argument a lot. The, we think everything sounds the same. Do you think that's what our parents said about our records? Nah, because if you heard Jay with the Damage and you heard Big Shook, they ain't sound nothing alike. Yeah, but if you heard they, gang, if you heard Big Daddy Kane and Rakim, they ain't sounding like. To, yeah, but to people who weren't hip to the music, though, do you think it sounded the same? But I'm hip to the music. I, I make the music. I know when yeah. the shit sounds the same. I'm an MC. I'm a wordsmith. You know what I'm saying? Think, I know that. A lot of it having to sound the same comes down to the auto tune, and that just makes everything sound robotic and stylistically, though, the flows yeah. are the same. Yeah, they all bit Migos. The flows are the same. It's not like. They just got auto tune on and they flowing different. Their voices is not the same and all that, but the flows is the same. It's the way they putting it together. It's not too many people. It's a few people, but it's not too many people who who you could say stylistically different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. like, even like the music, even like the beats and stuff. Like nowadays, you hear a lot of dudes who want to sound like Premier or sound like Pete Rock and all of that. But before, nobody wanted to sound like that. Marley had his own style. Herbie right. had his own style. Everybody had their own style. The, 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 the His Squad had their own style. That's why records came out and sounded so different. But now, everybody, it's like one person making all, all the records. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's that. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the it's the the competition factor is not there anymore. Mm. Yeah, they're all right friends. now the competition factor is money. Right when we was doing it, our competition factor was, I want to sound iller than you. I want to burn you if you say something clever. I want to say something more clever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now it's, it's just about whoever get the most checks. So a motherfucker do anything to get the most checks. He'll sound, he'll do the same thing you did if it got checks, if he think he could get some more checks for it. You came out, and Jay Rue, a lot of people didn't know, really, he was getting the same type of traction. He was getting the same type of traction, momentum, like dudes who was kind of considered pop at the time. Because right. the songs were so powerful, and it was like, you know, come clean and the other ones, man. But the song you made, as far as against the money getter, whatever they were, was um, you're playing yourself. Right. And what people fail to realize is that it really wasn't about you trying to diss, diss them like that. It was like you trying to say, yo, that we can be like this and still make this shit pop. Some people misconstrued that that you had beef. Um, oh, with, always with, with Biggie and them. With, but yeah, we, had yeah. that, we had that beat. We been had that beat already. It, that was right. just a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, right. and I never, like, I never had no ill will towards Biggie. That was my man, Suge. You already know. That was my man. I had nothing but respect for Biggie. Even with, with one day. That's why, I, like, this is what I don't get. Yeah, one day. Like, yo, yeah, so was he talking about Biggie or whatever? I said everybody name who I was talking about. 
Mm. Why I'm gonna leave your name out? I said everybody name. Mm. Why I'm gonna leave one person name out? That mm. what I'm afraid or that's number one. Number two is I'm trying to rescue hip hop. So if he's supposed to be hip hop, then that's my man. I'm trying to rescue him. I'm trying to okay. save him. So like, <laughs> and then what I look like trying to save some nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hey, you know what it is. Come on, you know me, and I, I. That's why I was. I would even say it on records. I would say, Yo, I got flaws. I'm. I'm chasing chicks and I'm doing mm. all of this stuff. I would right. say all of that. You right. know what I'm saying? People don't really listen. Just like people will say, Oh. J. Rue has something against white people. Mm. I have something against everybody. If you listen to the record, I was talking to the hood first. Right, the right, first right. record come clean was to the hood. It was I was I was I was trying to do what I thought was my job. You understand right. what I'm saying? It was to teach right. knowledge, wisdom, and understanding all the families of the planet Earth. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm not mm. saying I'm and I want to be the best MC. And another thing is, and this is the whole shit. I ain't never been scared to say what you shook. You know me. You know me for years. You ain't never seen me. It don't matter if a dude is a thousand feet tall or whatever. I'm going to talk my shit and I'm going to do whatever it is. And yeah. it is what it is. And I'm not yeah. going to be afraid to, to, to say, all right, well, we got to bang or we got to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, you come on, son. You've been there. I, can't, I start beef with the whole gang. You know what I'm saying? Find, yeah, I can't talk <laughs> about any of this shit. When it came down, like we did a lot of touring uh, around the world, Jamie and I, and a few of the other chats, but a lot of places. And I know for a fact when it came to, you know, on some scratching, like chats, we had to hold that. It would be me and him and Gordon if he had to be, but it wasn't a lot of other people, really. But I, I seen what, what, you know, you know what it is. You so know me, I'll be right in the forefront. Like, yo, I, 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 I done got my ass beat before. It ain't, that ain't new. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Like, no question. That shit it happened. Like, me, that's why. Uh, that's why. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. Listen. Any. Any. Any nigga who tell me he ain't never take a loss is fake. You understand yeah, right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. He's fake. I don't care who he. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, whoever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody gonna take a loss, and it's I how you it. take those losses. That's why Floyd got retired, and how you come back from at the height of this shit, like Jay Rue said, everybody like. We were, we were rappers, but like even him himself, it was like there was a character too, because the character basically for for the, the fans is Jay with the damage. So right. I'm, I'm just giving you a quick story, real quick, that we did a lot of touring. So one night we got a show, it's hot to the motherfucker, it's hot up in there, we chilling, it's deep and shit all up in there. And then Jay Wu, this was this was his um the height of his ego, uh, egotistical, egotistical <laughs> clutch. He was like, yo. I'm telling you what, first of all, you got a cape on already. So it's like super, like super roster or something. And now he rocking. Then, yo, this is the craziest shit. Might be one, probably one of the best stories. Where uh, he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk on y'all. Y'all going to bend over and I'm going to walk on y'all's backs all the way to the <laughs> back of the room from the stage. This is what he had Tim's on. I was like, yo, wait a minute. And he said, so I want y'all to bend over and make a bridge. <laughs> this shit is real, right? Like they say now, you can't make this shit up. And so he put his mic down and he said, I'm gonna count to three. I'm laughing because I had to be there to see this shit. I said, I'm gonna count to three. And Jay starts walking on backs. He got like a three of them shits. And that third one, whoop. I fell right through. Word up. Was, <laughs> but the fact that 
you had and he was stomping on them shit. He was yo, he wasn't he wasn't floating on the bridge. He was like boom, boom. I was trying to go fast like a kung fu movie, son. You know, you know, you got to run know. fast to get over yo, more this, back. Yo, this shit really happened. This shit really happened, and I'm just saying. I always tell that story because I was like, yo, we were having fun. Cause that was the same with Fat Gary was one of the managers. Yeah, I threw him in the crowd against his will, and then you know how they were then—they just stopped uh, surfing, motherfuckers. That yeah. same Word. night, when when P Premier they was floating his big ass. Right. You know what I mean? And, so I threw him up, but Jay Wu had did the the walk, and that's something like for the rest of your life, no matter what happens. Look, like, I be telling really motherfuckers, I be like, look, if I tell you shit in my life that I did, it sound like I'm lying. If I tell you a lot of the shit I did, come on, son, you know some of the shit we did, son. Right, It'll sound right. like a motherfucker's lying. They'll That's be like, true. this motherfucker's lying right that, here. The story and it'll be 100 back. He said that the story I just told is one of them, because it is. Because even Listen. when I'm I'm standing on the side at that night. I'm like, okay. I believe it, but I mean, it's, I believe the story, but it sounds like people, yeah. I'd be like, nah, you gotta be exaggerating. Dude, you drinking, the, you drinking, you know, know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> the fact that he even said it, I think if I could just get to, to the mindset back then, I think that he said that shit. And once he seen it was doing it, then you know how you're gonna act out on it. you like, yo, okay. Oh shit, Son, these motherfuckers bend it up. You know, me. you know, it, 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 it <laughs> was know, like, um, it was like how Eddie Murphy said, you know, give a motherfucker rope if you want to be a cowboy. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Yes, like, so you know, we would, I would always test. You know me, I would always Jay. test. Hey, to this Jay day, I, I always test to see how far you gonna let me go. I, I want to ask you now on, on, on some hip hop shit. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Okay. Oh, I, I was trying to jump in because you, you were in, you were talking about the Biggie thing earlier. Right, right. Besides the kick in the door, do you think anyone ever threw a sub at you? That you thought this guy's dissing me. Of course, and I remember when he did kick in the door. Premier was he was telling me about. I'm like, yo, son, and Sugar be my witness. I told Prem, I said, next time you got a session, go ahead and tell me so I could come up there. Cause see, that's the type of dude I was, and I am to this day. If you got something to say to me, I'd rather you say it to me. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? To have a third party or. or why we gotta we got we not children so let's just say it to each other you know what i'm yeah. saying because that's how we could clear shit up so i mean whatever it is i'm, I'm sure people have but you know i'm i'm a very self-absorbed individual you know what i'm saying so i ain't really listening too much to what other motherfuckers are saying about me unless the only time i know when somebody's saying something about me is when somebody tell me you understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying because yeah. i'm not i'm self-absorbed i'm not paying attention bro like real right. talk, I'm sure I'm sure people have thrown subs, whatever. It it didn't matter because you know I was like I was like this. If you ain't say J Rue, that that's enough for me. Because yeah. if you ain't say if you ain't say J Rue, that means you you ain't you ain't got nothing to say to me. Yeah, or yourself. If I your name. I'm gonna oh, say your man. name. I'm gonna say something that's Indian. Something you understand what I'm saying? They're gonna say something like a, a subliminal, and then tell their homies, "Yeah, just J. Rue, but never publicly say it because they're soft." Oh, oh, right. If you that. say if you say you dissing me, then diss me. Be like that yeah. nigga J. Rue, so and so. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's easier. If yeah, that's 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 why I say <laughs> when people be talking about beef in hip hop, it ain't no real beef unless somebody get hurt or somebody throw some type of hands or nothing. You know what I'm saying? That ain't no beef. Otherwise, that's just talking. <laughs> I, I, All right, guys. So. We made a new channel on YouTube. 
it, you can search it. It's called the Danger Zone Podcast Clips. Clips. And on, and on that channel, you can watch in the playlist boom, sections. Boom, boom. You can see all the episodes. They're all right there. You can see if you just want to watch the interviews, they're all right there. But what, what is in there are one-minute clips from the shows, 50, 60, 70 of them. And, and, you know, and they're all up in there. So, um, you know, go in there, subscribe that. Like, like Pete Rock talks about Down with the King. Who wrote rhymes for Pete Rock? Mm. Like, there's little things like that. So, Jay, there came a point where Jay Root wasn't recording with DJ Premier anymore. Now, right. people thought that this, uh, people thought that this connection was magical. That this, it was unbreakable. It was, it was, it was the winning formula, right? It was. So, you, you know, so when it, when it broke, I mean, as, as much as you can, or what have you, um, can, can you can you tell people why this it, um, it, didn't have like, stop? I, I, I'll tell you this: it wasn't for reasons that people think. You know the right. reasons, right? Of course, and, I, and you know the type of person I am. I ain't gonna put my business out in the street like right. that. But whatever right. people heard, that ain't the reason. You know what I'm right. saying? And right. you know, and it, it had more to do. It was it. it it had to do with other. It wasn't. It wasn't really too personal. It was more of a business type thing. You know what I'm right. saying? You, right. you know what it was. It was personal feelings in there, of course, because you friends and all of that. But it was a business type thing, and you know, so it just you, it was what it was. It was whether it was the best decision or the worst decision or whatever it was. It was what it was. But, but you know what I'm are, saying? And, and, do you also right. feel? Do you also feel that the e word slid in there a little bit? Ego? Yes. Of course, on both sides. Okay. Yeah, that's hey, that's how I'm asking, you know. On, on both that. sides, because if if we both would have just sat back and said, all right, look, let's, you know what I'm saying? I'm, and you know, get this money and go in the direction that we right. going in. Right. But, and, and you know, a lot too, a, you know, a, a lot of things too, should come on, son, you know how, you mm. know, when, when I start going hard, yeah, you know, motherfuckers, a lot of people couldn't handle the pressure around me. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Shit happens. You right? know. Yeah. We, were, we were talking <laughs> to um, Pete Rock about him and, and CL breaking loose like that. Um, and, and you know me, I know the story. You know, right. I know the story. But I I will ask you. The, it's always the ego. I, yeah, the way, the way I asked you, I asked you because I'm, like, especially doing this, I'm more Marcus Garvey than I am Steve Harvey. If you know, Straight if you know up. what I'm saying, like for real, come like, on, for real. So for that's real, for real. you know listen, what I mean. This is this is what it's a combination of. Is a combination of motherfuckers not really having the right people around them, of course, for mentors. That's number one. If you think about it, man, we kids, mm -hmm. we kids, mm -hmm. we we young, we we young men, but we really kids. We twenty something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 25, right. 20 this. The, come on, look look at a 20-something year. Look at a 25-year-old today. Some what they look like to you. Fucking kid. Yeah, man. <laughs> Motherfucker was like, like cause y'all was, they was like teens like that or 20s. And, and, and me and Guru were on the higher side, but we still was in the 20s. So, so it was like, right. you think if, about you look it. look around now, you'd be like. When I got my first deal, first time I was on Gangstar Record, I was 21. I right, got my right. deal. I was 22. My record came out. I was 23. I was a kid. Yeah, I know. By the time know, Rap the Math came out, I was only 25. It bugged me out when Jackie Chan was on uh, him and Chris Tucker. They was doing the rush hour, and Jackie Chan said, "Yo, 
this guy right here, we call him Blackie Chan in Hong Kong. You know mm. what I'm saying? I said, oh, yeah. shit. Like, yeah, you shit. know, Janet Jackson could have talked about me. I wouldn't have been impressed the yeah, same no, way I was when Jackie Chan talked about me. I'm like, what the fellas hyenas know the damage of? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy that, that, that bugged me out. I know some of them feelings, too, because I went to Hong Kong. And I'm hanging oh, out with yeah with, with Sean Claude Van Damme. Oh, that yeah. Yeah, he he little as hell. I'm on some shit, you know me. I'm like, yo, you little as hell. But I'm still like on some cool shit. Cause I'm like, and I'm really, you know, I'm fucked up. You know, how I was just getting nice right. talking. I'm like, yo, dude, you need to be like you little as shit. Just have me be in the movie, one of them big motherfuckers. You know, that's what I'm saying, this dude. And you know, he fucked up all night. Dude is right. Like, but still, I'm like, this man, Sean Claude. I'm like, yo, dog, listen. You know, I mean, because, and when you seen him, you know me, I'm a big dude. When I seen him, I was like, damn, yo, I'll be ill in one of these movies. You know what I'm saying? Just let me come through. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, yo, the nigga, man, he about five, six. Something like that. Five, he was like, man, you know what I mean? But the movies, like Bolo, dudes think that Bolo dude was tall. Bolo's was, short. Yeah, them dudes, and just everybody in the movies. He just like, diesel. Oh, yeah. He, he, he was 85, diesel. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but listen, these days, though, man, what is Jay Root damage up to, man? And, and, I mean, you know, I got I got so much to? going on. Right. Um, like during the whole pandemic shit, you know, I uh I wrote I, I finally wrote the Can't Stop the Prophet screenplay graphic novel. Oh, yeah. I'm working man. on that right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I taught myself um CGI 3D, so I'm working on that. that. That's what I'm doing. Actually, like I said, I'm working on some stuff for YouTube, but that's what I've been doing right now. I've just been working on the book and, and pitching a movie to different people and stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna start working with my little cousin. You know, he's a he's a new rapper, and right. and, and I want to put him on. You know, and, and try to give him the, some guidance that I didn't have. <laughs> I, I just came around after three years. Like, I, why would I do something that's gonna make me go back and do that? We was having why why you are you, you you know, know they hustling backwards for sure. You no know what I'm saying. Then you say you'd be fucking people up left and right on tour. So it's like, what is it? Like, <laughs> nah, but it's different. But it's different. But it's different. Because right. listen, right. What, and, and this is what you, you don't understand. See, when the motherfuckers, motherfuckers ain't fucking people up left and right, we just talking our shit and we having fun. But yeah. we not doing nothing stupid. We not doing, we doing yeah. stupid shit, but it's silly. It's not nothing that's going to get you locked up. It's not blatant. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker from the street, you know what you could do. You know right. how far to push something. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? When it start getting to those, we motherfuckers ain't trying to sell drugs. Motherfuckers ain't trying to yeah. start fights and none yeah. of that shit. We talking shit and all of that. And we still mm -hmm. being telling motherfucker if a motherfucker need to be told, get the fuck up out of here, he gonna get told that. But but it ain't, it ain't gonna be nothing that's gonna get you locked up. It ain't gonna be we out here selling drugs or, or I'm giving my man this money for the package and none of that shit. Cause instead of doing that, we could just set up a business, a legitimate business. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I mean, listen, kids gonna get in trouble cause that's just the nature of kids. But I ain't gonna get a hundred million dollars and you ain't gonna catch me on no murder shit. And you ain't gonna catch me on, you ain't gonna catch me on no drug ring or none of that. You know what I'm saying? And if I was doing that, I ain't gonna be rapping about it. And you also didn't want people with cameras around back then, right? We didn't. You didn't have the cameras around like that. Like even if photographers came in the back room, you probably probably be like get the hell out of here, right? Oh, and unless they was cool and they knew when they could take a picture or when they could not. And and when motherfuckers got caught taking pictures, they got escorted out. 
You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers would take a motherfucker camera. <laughs> oh, shit. And plus, J. Rue, no. I mean, we had fun, but I, I wasn't only like a big, I was comical, but I was like, at the same time, I'm going to be comical throwing your ass about our dressing <laughs> Like, I, you know right. what I mean? Promoters, I'm like going to be physical, like, yo. Yeah. I remember one time, them motherfuckers had a nerd to be choking up blue ass that. That oh, that crazy dude. Yeah, he had his feet hanging on the ground and I had to come up and sock him. I see Dab, like, he got about his neck. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I, Dab will laugh about it today. He was shouting Dab with this crazy ass. He'll laugh about it today, but I turned around and spoke got a little ass Dab choked up. And people just see, like I was talking about before, the good times and shit we have and being on the road. They don't know that those times, we didn't, like he said, we didn't present them shits. Yeah. They presented themselves. And right, like what? when they robbed the bus out in Marseille, yeah, and we got in a, right. a, a boat with the whole town. Yeah, yeah. See, we are. We, and we was, that was probably one of our most serious scraps. For we real, got, for real. We got, no, I was pissed off. <laughs> the whole town. The whole oh, town. Oh yeah, we was against all. It was like man, the whole town. Yo, dudes were saying I knew shit was fucked up when the African dudes. First of all, them dudes was dressed like Cali cats. They with was the, like, "This the, is the ghetto." Yeah, yeah. The, the ghetto. It was like for real. What set you claiming? What set that you claiming? This is shit they were saying, right? We they say North African the, dudes, yeah. East African. It was it was crazy. We, we, it was crazy. Remember when Cali. police? Remember when police hit that dude upside the head with the stick? He still kept Hold up. up. This, this, it was so wild that we was fighting. The police was fighting with us. What? They was with us? No, they was our boys. Like that's how bad it was. And they had on some tight ass <laughs> outfits. The police. <laughs> They was like fucking cats up with us. Now when he like, hit I money remember, in the head, though, he hit money in the head with that that club, and you heard it go. Conquer, you know, it's only a sound that a head make when it yeah. hits something. Yeah, the head that. is hollow. That's just like book comes. And the dude like, just looked though. He uh, just looked like nigga. Did you just bust me in the head with a stick? Nah, and like that's me. They was throwing rocks at us. They was on all shit. that. They was doing karate. Fighting this whole town. And yo, we fighting it. Yo, they, we was fighting this whole. And John Claude Van Damme wasn't even there. No, we wasn't. We was in, we was in France. We were socking the shit out of Marseille. Word up! I, I remember that night. I was like sock fest, like just socking. Yeah, that One was crazy. Story, though. One more story. Like Jay Rue was my man, so we on the road in them days, and we in Cali. This is the same time when Master Ace come on in a couple weeks. He was he was there the same night, right? So we had the house of blues. Oh, when I had the beef with the crib dude. Yeah, so 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 I'm like, yo, this is my man. So this is how I rock. We on the road. Dudes knew that I was gonna be like down. Like, hey, it is what it is. So I this J Rule. It's how J Rule argue with motherfuckers. Like, I think it's a bunch of crips or whatever, you know. But a shout out to them. But they it was he was uh arguing with him. You know what I mean? And then I was like, oh shit, what's going on? Then I knew it got heated. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, I thought it was blood, but I don't know. But no, it was heated. Chris. This is what happened. Yeah. This is what happened. We chilling at the bar. Boom, boom, wow. Money screams on our food. That's him. So when I seen him, when I seen him scream on our food, I had a bottle. So I poked him in his face with the bottle and was like, yo, son, don't talk to my man like that in your life. I ain't know he had like 300 niggas with him. them motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> right? So motherfuckers, but when I poked them nigga in the face with the bottle, his man said, I'll slap the shit out, you fool. <laughs> I, I said, you ain't doing nothing, nigga. Won't, won't, but I'm not stupid. I see all them niggas on my back. Uh, you know, 
Keith New York style. I talk my way out the motherfucker. I talk shit. And I went upstairs and I got a couple knives and shit. And I was like, listen, we got beef with some niggas. We ain't know they was gang members at the time. I I saw it was a lot of them. So I went upstairs, I got a couple knives and shit. Cause you know, that's how we used to get down. I I was like, listen, we got beef. We gonna go handle this. Slap, MOP. That's my man. He was always down the rock. I slapped Straight up. When you said it, I came down. I was like, damn, I gotta hold him down. But I know this whole club is probably like them. Listen, but, but after it, your it man Guru was like, God rest the dead. He's like, let's wait till after the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know your what? Us, us real Go shit. Ahead. What's that kind of squash that um uh, WC? Yeah, he squashed WC, that. WC, because WC has a joint, and WC said, yeah. come on, we gonna go down. He came with us. But when he seen what the dude, who the dude was, he said, that's a real the crip nigga. I know the nigga. Yeah. So he went and he said to the nigga, he said, listen, he said, that's my man. Y'all got a problem. So why don't y'all go in the bathroom and handle that? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Money said, you get, he said, nah, fool, you get your boys, I get my boys, I get my, I and it's over. That. That's all he kept yeah. saying. Dub was like, yo, you and him could go in there and we could just handle it. And they could, he said, no, no, you get your boys. I get my right. boys. And it's on. Because they know they had us outgunned, whatever yeah. it was. They, 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 wanted, to they, they, they wanted to fight. They wanted to fight. Dub was like, you know what? Because he ain't want to, because he was saying, listen, y'all two go in there, y'all throw hands, and that's it. I was down mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Money wasn't with it. So Dub was like, you know what? He don't even want it. So if we whatever we end up going out, but then we rolling out the club, and um, them dudes rolled up on it, <laughs> boom boom came out. We looking like, uh oh, they gonna, they you know they gonna drive by shooters. Right, right. Money was like, we like y'all gangstar niggas, y'all ain't scared, and just rolled off. Yeah, I remember, man. That's, hey, that's how we had to. It was really like that. We know who the thorough dudes was, and if shit was gonna go down, it's just hey. You had to be like prepared. Like I said, I'm coming from. You know what I mean? So, that just can't. He just said something that 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 I never thought of. Did you do? You, did you run into this all the time on the road because your name was Gangstar? No. And gangsters would test no. you. Well, this would happen. No, because a lot of them gangster motherfuckers was our they boys. You know what I mean? So it was like the, the, the street recognized the street. The real recognized right. the, real the real. We had a whole. Wherever we, wherever we went. Wherever we went to this day, wherever I go, if it's a right. real live nigga, he we good. Cause he know, I know, you know, the street got a certain code. No matter yeah. Yeah, where it, you at, no matter what country you in, it's a certain, and that's what I was saying about the code. Now it ain't no rules. These young boys, it ain't no rules. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but hey. when we was moving, we already knew who was who, who was what. We'll be kicking. We already had the plug before we get into town. When we get into town, we got the plug. Good. We, we good. got the homies. They got the trees, the this, the that. You kicking it. So, and if you ever did get into something, it was like, it was like, I right, if you into something, they either rocking with you or if they knew the dude, they was, they was always in a position where they could say, you know what? Y'all want to handle this or what? And Word. if dudes wanted to do it, they do it. If not, they squash it. And that'll be yeah. it. At, at this point, we usually like to ask cats, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as hip hop from any any era and mm-hmm. um, any time, like who you like, you think a ten top MC, ten top MCs, or or your dudes you feel that's, like? You that's, I mean? that's 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 real hard, but I love De La Soul, right. um, Houdini, right. um, you know those F- Slick Rick, right? You know. Um, I ain't gonna front poor righteous teachers. Right, well, you shit. 
organized right. confusion. Yeah, there you go. Five you know, more. Let's do yeah. Um, I got to, of course, say me. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, well, we know that. You know that. <laughs> so we know that. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool G-Rap. Yes, sir. Our man's. Kane. Yeah. Um, Rockham. Yeah. I mean, it's too many to say 10. Like, yeah. I could go yeah. on forever. Just, just give me one more right now. So I, I just eat guru. I knew it. Hey, listen. <laughs> you and Pete. Yeah, because him and Pete said it said two guru in it. You know what I mean? And and, and and it's like like you just you just explained the the acts, whatever you said, it was a time, it was a movement. Like all them groups, that shit was like and, and guru immortalized. I think Bumpy said guru too. Guru, yeah, Bumpy did say that, that's right. <laughs> but guru uh uh one thing he immortalized is mostly the voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he, we were looking at like cats. They all had different voices. You know what I mean? So your, your auto tune, your auto tune depended on your your real tune depended on what weed you smoked and how you talked. <laughs> right. That was your auto tune back then. That shit. Right. Big. How many forties you had that night? You want? You got any questions? You got something you want to say, Tanya? Yeah, you were talking about inter interesting music and you know not always doing what everybody else is doing. Who are you listening to right now? Like, who's an artist that you're listening to right now that we might even be surprised that you like? None of these bitch ass niggas. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just fucked up. Right now, um, right now, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not really listening to too much stuff. I'm in, I'm, I'm in a different creative mode right now. I'm working on my 3D. I'm listening to old stuff. I'm listening to Curtis Mayfield and. Bob okay. Marley and, and, and stuff like that. You know what I'm There's saying? There's nothing wrong with that. I really like. I like the old school groove. And 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 DL, I know you got the question that you always ask. I I, just, I uh I want to know what your first rap name was. My first rap name? Yeah. I ain't have a rap name. No. Nah, I I used to write graffiti. What was that name? Okay. Graffiti name. My graffiti name was Exile. My first graffiti name. Um, yeah, but 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 then my mom was like, "Why you want to be an exile? You should be something <laughs> like king or something like that." So, but yeah, I ain't have a first. I ain't have a first rap name. You know, uh, J. Rue is a pretty cool name, so that's my name, and that's what I've always yeah. been known as Rue. So yeah, I was always just Rue. You know what I'm saying? J. Rue, Rue, J. Rue. Um, so yeah, I, I ain't really had too many rap names. The Damage is my first rap name. Oh, so listen. Uh, before we try to get it's crazy too, man. On that note, there was a radio station in Boston, you know, Jay Rue, my man and shit, you know, of course. So he had a difference. For those who don't know, he has a different spelling to his name. Jay Rue, which is J-E-R-U, but the damager isn't is spelled D-A-M-A-J-A. -A -A, right? So I remember driving through the hood and they, they play one of your joints. And it's uh 88.9, y'all know. Yeah. And then uh, the girl says, and that was the new song from Jeru the Demacha. I said, yo, dog, I called up them up at the radio store. I'm in Boston. I'm, I'm sure I'm a legend on the station. I said, yo, man, it's Big Show. Hey, Big Show, hey, what's up, what's up? I said, yo, the nigga's name is D The Damager, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's the way she said, like, you know, it looked like it's fine. I mean, you see it? Tashina like, Arnold called me the Demaha on, on um, Soul Train. It's Demaha. Oh. The Maha. That's I mean it was just crazy because you know she's she's a college student, she's she's on the radio and she's all like about the sultry voice. And she said, This song 
was from Jeru, the Dimaja. I was like, yo, hold up. Well, and you know, and it's like, and and to be fair, my name is Jeru, right? So that's fair. Right. So right. when you see that, but the reason that, and the reason that people even, they call me Jeru is because, you know, my pops, you remember my pop Suge and shit? Yeah, of course. He that's a roster man. He, uh, so he, all his friends was Indian. So when they say Jeru, they say Jeru. You know? Jeru. They said J-Ru. So that's why I started to be J-Ru, right? Like, that's what it was growing up, just J-Ru. Because all of the uh, West Indies be like, J-Ru, J-Ru. That's right. You know? Just like I used to say, uh, speaking of uh, uh, Jamaican descent also, which which you you have some Jamaican descent, right? Nah, my dad, my dad's from Cuba and Barbados and shit. I thought, okay, well. Yeah, um, but but with Jamaica, I was talking to Pete last week or whatever. It's West Indian too. People are gonna simulate um, how somebody looks, maybe possibly to an animal. Like, what uh, I mean, here we go. You know, no, here we you, go. I'm, I'm no dog. I'm not. You know, I'm <laughs> J. Rue, not you. I'm talking about. You know, my mother. I know, be, but here you know, we Rocky. go. You know, my mother. Be, you know, Rocky. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I'm about, you know what I'm talking about, Jay. Right? It is, I, dude. I, I that's how I'm. Hey, yo, he know I be clowning, but I'm serious right now. Dudes would introduce a motherfucker to try to be like, yo, they gonna explain from an animal. You know what I'm saying? Like cat vest or chinaman. Like we all know what that is. That's Chinaman. You know what I'm saying? Because his eyes are slammed to the water, whatever, or like black. Like I used you to try like, to get us canceled here, big nah, nah, Oh I'm boy. Telling, I'm gonna no, no. You got, you got. Let me do the finish. Black Next one. The next one is monkey face, right? So, like, my book is with, hey, if I can say Chinaman, I can say monkey face. Yo, we ain't getting blocker. That's another one. Blocker. Is you black? Uh, no, I don't. I thought you said something. I said something I wanted to know about his writing process. If, if it took you a long time to write a song. Yeah. Um, I get a beat and I write a rhyme. Does it take you a while? Are you quick with it? Does it just sit it with it? It depends on it depends on it depends on how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, how inspired okay. I am. You know, it's like anything. It's like I could and it's easy to make words rhyme. You know mm. what I'm saying? But but to, to to get something clever, sometimes it's right there, sometimes you gotta dig a little deeper. You can't say nothing no more. Look how you say, Oh, you're gonna get canceled. Yeah, Fuck yeah. that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's that's how they got motherfuckers now. They got motherfuckers so shook you can't say nothing to the point where they convincing you that the shit you saying is wrong. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, or, or you should why. be afraid of that shit. Fuck that shit. I'm like this. Listen, that's why I like Judge Joe Brown because he say whatever. He be like, man. just so you know, J. Rue, I know I know you don't know me that well. I say all the shit. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you do. Listen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that as an example, like how this is what the the whole cancel culture shit is, and all that shit is, all that shit is, is motherfuckers who ain't doing nothing, who don't have any real power, trying to uh, uh, um have some type of power. You know what I'm saying? They trying to exert some type of power over you. Like, come on, what? Like a lot of shit people do. You know, I understand if people do crimes and they do this and then that. All right, then pay for the crime. But why you want to take away all the motherfucker money? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because they did a crime. Why you want to punish his family and his kids mm -hmm. and everybody else? You know, people don't think about that. People just want you to do, you know, shit is weird. It's like everybody have all these rights and shit, but they want to take away your rights. Because if you got the right to do something, I should have the right not to like that shit. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, also, if you could just let people know what your, um, what is it? What your socials are. 
Oh, okay. Um, first of all, you can hit me up on my website. It's jrudedamager.com. Then my store, jrudedamagerstore.com. My Instagram, at jrud underscore the damager. My YouTube is jrudedamager1. Um, my Facebook is jrudedamager. Twitter, jrudedamager. Also, I'm going to let y'all know, when you see jrud on here with this Chris Paddle, he actually has a case to take on tour. He got the first time I've really seen hat cases like that. Like with mad hats in there. I'm like, yo, what are these things? First, I thought my man was just winging a bowling ball on tour. But I said, yo, because it's some smooth, like round looking shit. I never, I'm like, what is this? He clicked the side, like, like, it's like that James Bond shit. You hit the buttons and like the gas come out. Now, but it's, it's, it's all some crazy that's shit. And then he said, top cover, are you open there? I said, oh, that shit's ass. That shit was ill, that's still ill. You still rock with them shits? Of course. Yeah, them shits was ill. I, I, it's, I put a little joke to him, I'm trying to tell you. I, I didn't know what the shit was. So I'm saying like, yo. All flavors. Dude's like, click. Man, I'm like, okay, okay, we good. Hey, listen, man, we had a great time. It was so honored and thankful that you came through. You know, it was honored that you had me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we appreciate that, man. Um, from me, you know, DL, uh, Chef Tanya, you know, good to see you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, the Dane Zone episode 21 with Jay with the Damager. Yes, sir. All right, well, let's go to DL's favorite segment. What's that? Oh. Stupid as hell. Oh my yes, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Well, a lot of, a lot of this is a, the alumni is building for the stupid as hell. So who this a This week. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets forward Montrez Harold is facing a felony drug charge in Kentucky after police said they found three pounds of marijuana in his car during a traffic uh, stop. Um, according to the Charlotte Observer, Harrell, Harold was pulled over by a Kentucky State Trooper near Richmond around 10 a.m. on May 12th as he was allegedly following the car in front of him too closely. Probably he had some more weed. Um, the report. The officer said he observed odor of marijuana from the car and Harrell then admitted to being possession of marijuana and produced a small amount from his sweatpants. Officers then searched the car which Harrell had rented and said they found three pounds, three pounds of marijuana in a vacuum sealed bags in a backpack in the back seat. Vacuum sealed. Backpack of the back. Vacuum sealed. That's how we keep our shit. You know, yeah, no, I know, but pack. still that means, you know. Yeah. Harrell was charged with trafficking less than five pounds of marijuana, which is a class D felony in the state and is punishable by up to five years in prison and a fine of up to 10,000. But we all know that shit ain't gonna happen like that. But, <laughs> He was scheduled to be arraigned on Monday morning in Madison County, which sits just south of Lexington. He get, um, I, I just looked it up right here. I don't know how much packs are going for in uh, Kentucky, was it? Mm -hmm. But the league... Kentucky's not a good state. The league minimum, let's just say they're four grand. Let's just say at max, mm -hmm. four grand, right? That's at $12,000 worth of weed. The league minimum in the NBA... It's nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. So this man he, is stupid. He, and he was going to get paid more than that. So... <clears throat> I'm all for everybody smoking, but I'm also for being smart too. And, if, and suffice to say, keep your dude, this week, go ahead. Dude, have your fucking friend who's leeching off of you right now, who is who is just living life because he knows you, have him drive with the three pounds of fucking weed. Sometimes people, <laughs> people are so much, 
times. Some people are happens. so much in control of what they do that they want to stay in control of what they do. Mm. So this week, uh, I hate to say it because I love him as a player too, but this week, man, Hornets forward Montrez Harrell facing uh, the drug charges there, boy. You stupid as hell. So next time, man, let's just, man, get past this, man. And let's just keep playing ball and doing what you do. All right? Hell yeah. Yes, sir. All right. That was good. Hey, man, another good episode. 21 and done. Yo, yo, so listen, man, another successful episode of the Danger Zone podcast Mm -hmm. with Big Shug. Mr. DL. Chef Tanya Nicole. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all coming through with us. Um, you know, if you haven't seen, if you missed any of these um, episodes, they're all on YouTube. Go there and check them out. Subscribe, you know, put the numbers up there, man. Uh, if we, um, as we grow, we glow, and that's all of us. Uh, remember, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. Don't make and, them. And uh, we gonna catch you next week. Mm. Peace. On my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure up. Hard I have, you joke when I stab. Grands in my pocket and still caught a cab.